Stand by for the Terry Saul Show. Five, roll tape. Four, cue Terry. Three, bring audio up. Two, stand by. One, play intro. Stay tuned for the Terry Saul Show on Salem's original radio station, 104.3 FM and 1220 AM KSLM. Today's show is being brought to you by the Lule Group, featuring Lule's Car Connection, Don Lule Homes, and Teresa Lule's State Farm Insurance. Good morning, and welcome to the weekend show. I am Terry Saul, and Amanda has joined us. Good morning, Amanda. How are we? Good morning. How are you? We are doing okay. This show today is being brought to you by the Lule Connection, Lule's Homes, Lule State Farm Insurance, and uh, our special guest is who? So we have Greg and Mark Thielman on the line with us, and they are from Restore Law and Order. Is that correct? So how are you guys? That is correct. Doing well. Thank you for having us. Yes, absolutely. So why don't you guys tell us a little bit about what this is and what you guys do? Greg, why don't we start with you? Uh, Okay. So Restore Law and Order, uh, by the way, the website is restorelawandorder.com. We are an organization that has uh, gathered um, businesses and organizations and individuals that have been economically harmed due to, in Portland and in Oregon, uh, that have been economically harmed harmed because of violence, uh, illegal protests, um, homelessness, crime, uh, and uh, throughout Portland and Oregon. So most of this started back a little bit over two years ago um, when we saw all this illegal activity going on um, in Portland and Oregon and also across America, uh, which is still going on. So um, I'm going to tell you just a little bit about my background because it's kind of relevant to what I'm doing now. Um, I'm the founder of Restore Law and Order. um, And I also own uh, Schumacher Furs USA, which is um, the oldest fur and leather company in America. And our headquarters is in Portland, Oregon. We were established in 1895. And we're obviously in the fur and leather business, manufacturers, wholesalers, et cetera. And um, we've been around a long time, and maybe some of your listeners might know this. Well, what's relevant is if you go back to 2005 through 2007, our company in downtown Portland, which is right across from Nordstrom's, was attacked and terrorized by extremist groups. Um, most of them were against fur. They were animal rights groups. Then we had a different category of just anarchists, very similar groups to what has been going on in Portland and in Oregon in the last two and a half years. Yes. And so what happened is um, it's a very, it's quite an interesting story because what's going on right now and has been going on across America and specifically in Portland and Oregon happened to me back going back, you know, what, 16, 17 years ago. So what's unique about the Schumacher protest terrorism is the longevity of it, which it lasted for two years every single day in downtown Portland. And the most important part of it that's relevant is that there was zero law enforcement. So we accumulated over 520 hours of illegal acts on audio and video during that period of time. The protest, the entire protest was filmed uh, was 12, over 1,200 hours. Jeez. Okay. 
So every time we called Portland Police, the FBI, or the mayor, or the city council, we went to meetings, we went to the uh, governor of the state, we even went to President Bush back then, and asked someone to please enforce the laws. And, I mean, this stuff was nasty, nasty stuff that we went through. This was not your typical protest with some people yelling. This was literally terrorism on us. Greg, um, Greg when you... Where I had security, we had security around us and... Uh, the police department, no one would do anything to enforce the laws, so I had to hire special security just to secure myself and our employees and our customers and just our building and our store. Greg, what um, were you told? The reason I tell you that— What were you told me, by the police? What were you told by the police when you went to them? What did they tell you? Well, well, first of all, to get the police out there to even say anything was, was a, a challenge, okay? But when we did get some police officers out, then we had this all on recording. They said— I'm sorry, Mr. Schumacher, our hands are tied. We were told to stand down. Hmm. Okay, and that was coming from the mayor back then, okay, which was Potter. Um, so, you know, I learned, so, so because of what happened to me there, I ended up suing in 2007 the city of Portland. I sued extremist groups, certain ones, and I also sued individual terrorists slash activists individually in federal court. And... At that point in time is when I learned all about what Portland is about. And what it's about is their government, their government and this justice system. It's about corruption, okay? And it still is. Mm-hmm. So what, what I ran into is the mayor was in bed with the extremist groups, which were in bed with the judge. Uh, this is my personal opinion, and others would totally agree with me. Um, and what happened is it was like, I was almost like the poster boy of what we're going to allow to happen in Portland uh, as far as illegal acts go. Um, and since then, I guess my whole point is is that over a 17 years period of time, in my eyes, nothing has changed. You know, we were targeted and isolated solely, Schumacher first, okay? Now it's all in Portland, mm-hmm. which is totally wiped out pretty much. So I decided, I've been, I back in uh, about... Two and, two and a half years ago, a little over two years ago, I saw the protests starting, the riots, and et cetera, in Portland. And I said to myself, I know exactly what the outcome of this is going to be. So I hired an investigative team. Well, what we did is we tracked all the illegal incidences that businesses, individuals, and organizations had upon them where law enforcement did not respond to the crime. Okay, so we have audio, video, emails, and all this stuff going on. We have thousands of them. So we accumulated all of this evidence. We actually didn't do it just there. We actually did it nationally, but specifically in Portland in the state of Oregon. And the reason I did this is because yeah, I, it uh, propelled me into starting Restore Law and Order, which basically um, what we're doing is we are holding um, the city of Portland, the state of Oregon, and government officials personally uh, accountable for all of this destruction economically that's happening. So we're suing, not, excuse me, let me back up, restore law and order is not suing, but we are gathering the businesses and organizations and individuals that, that had economic harm due to the riots, the illegal protests, homelessness, violence and crime, not COVID. And what we're doing is we're suing the city of Portland, the state of Oregon, and most interesting, the government officials personally, like Ted Wheeler, Kate Brown, 
city council members, DA, etc. Um, we're doing that. All this is based on constitutional law. Okay, that's what it's based on. This is not a political thing that we're doing. This is a lawful thing that we're doing. It has nothing to do with whether you're liberal or conservative or black, white, or whatever religion you are. It has nothing to do with that. Um, you know, people and businesses have rights under the Constitution. They've been totally violated. I believe the problem is not Antifa, Black Lives Matter, or these anarchist groups or et cetera, whatever type of activist groups. I'm, I don't think that is the problem. I think the government is the problem because, just like the Schumacher protest, which lasted two years, we ended up closing our store in 07 because we, never, we couldn't get insurance because of the terrorism. And also, we couldn't stop the protests. But, um, you know, this, this same thing has happened to businesses in Portland. And uh, I don't need to tell you that. You can just drive, drive through downtown Portland. You'll see it for yourself. No way. I refuse to um, go there. <laughs> pardon me. I'm sorry. I said no way. I refuse to go there because of those exact things. It's just not a safe place right. to go to anymore. Right. So, so if you could look at it from this standpoint, if law enforcement had done their job, which they're getting paid to do, and they took a personal oath to uphold the constitutional laws under Title 42, Section 1983, okay, which is very important, because basically that says, without reading it, it says that all government officials in America took a personal oath to uphold the U.S. Constitution and its laws. If they do not do so, they can be held accountable personally for damages that caused entities, Okay. So that's what we're using. There's court precedents in this also. So this can be done. They are not immune. The government officials, again, are not immune from this, regardless of who you talk to. Um, you know, uh, so, so but the whole point is, if they had enforced the law at the very, very beginning of the riots, and, and if they had enforced the laws at the very beginning of the Schumacher protest, for example, it would not have uh, propelled into... Uh, in my case, a two-year ordeal, and in Portland's case, over a two-year ordeal, is still happening. Even if the news is not reporting that, we are we are still investigating every day. I mean, there's businesses being there's so much crime going on in Portland; it's not even being reported. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there, the 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 reputation of Portland is you know down the drain Completely. because of all this. And so, so the the economic damages, and I'll just tell you real quick here what they what they are economic damages are number one physical damage to the buildings or property that insurance didn't pay for that would be one number two a big one would be uh the devaluation of property values if you own property in portland or certain areas in oregon so in other words your buildings in portland commercial property etc and residences condos etc they're not worth the value, if you were to sell them today, that they were prior to the riots, et cetera, like three years ago or four years ago. Um, the other the other economic loss is gross revenues and net profits of businesses. Uh, every business down there has is not doing the retail volume or the revenue that they would have without the protests. I think that that's pretty concrete. And we're talking about we're talking about forty to fifty thousand businesses that were economically harmed. So this is a big deal. That's just you know, in Portland, not throughout Oregon. So, I mean, every single business basically should be actually signing up for this because 
they had the economic loss. You know, the other economic loss that they have is the future lack of tourism. Who wants to come to Portland? Okay, conventions, et cetera. We're losing out on all that. The hotel business, the restaurants, um, you know, the clothiers, the mom-and-pop shops, uh, you know. So, um, so those are the... Those are the uh, the main the main damages that can be uh, incurred. Why a business might want to get involved with us, Greg? Um, let me Greg. Let me ask you a question. Why did the insurance companies not step up and take care of business like they should have? Are you um, when these buildings to, when these buildings were damaged? Why did the insurance companies not step in there and, and take care of it? Well, I think that's an uh, that's an uh, individual situation depending on what business or what insurance they had so so i go physical damage to the buildings i think some of it was covered depending on the building and the building owner and their insurance company and others weren't and to what extent it was covered so you know i think i think physical damage to the building is a big one but i think the gross revenues and net loss of loss and decline in gross revenues and net profits and devaluation of property values are probably the two biggest economic damage that businesses had if that answered your question yes it did okay we're going to need to take a, a short break here when we come back uh, we're going to figure out how mark got involved with this um you're listening to the weekend show 104.3 fm 1220 a.m we are kslm today's show is being brought to you by the lule group lule's car connection don lule homes and Teresa lule state farm insurance don't go anywhere we'll be back in just a bit here Hey, this is Terry Saul, Saltissimo. You know, when it comes time to move into a new home, it's time to consider Don Lule Homes. The Lule difference is simply setting the bar for quality service in Salem. Find out today about custom-built new homes. Don Lule Homes offers open floor plans, quality craftsmanship, and over 50 years of excellent experience in new construction. Beautiful homes are coming soon. Call today and ask for Erica at 503-428-6992. Don Lule Homes. You're listening to The Terry Saul Show on KSLM AM and FM. Brought to you today by The Lule Group. Back in five, four, Q Terry, two, one, you're on. Welcome back. This is the weekend show. Terry Saul, Amanda Smith, and we are talking about Restore Law and Order. Our guests are Greg and Mark Thielman. Okay, Mark, how did you get involved with this? Well, I got involved because uh, uh, Greg contacted me. He had uh, he and I talked a little bit when I was running for governor. And I remember I was the embattled school superintendent, kept the school open K through 12 all during COVID and, and was, uh, found myself in holy war, uh, against, uh, all government state and federal. And, uh, so, so Greg's out there watching and he's watching this, this superintendent survive and, um, uh, be competitive in a governor can, you know, campaign and then, uh, roll right immediately after the, the primary. Obviously, I didn't win. Christine Drazen did, but watched me right back in the news and uh, pushing election integrity and school choice and other issues. So he called me 
we had a great conversation and uh it was i think the best part of it was i loved the restore law and order what he was going to be putting together and i said what can i do to help and he said well uh we've got all these business owners that love what we're doing and but they are literally terrified to be a plaintiff mm-hmm. i mean that, that was pretty much i'm paraphrasing but word for word. So that's where I came in because um, what I do is I started Battleground Oregon, battlegroundoregon.org, to do election integrity work. And, of course, that's gotten a lot of news and media coverage here in Oregon as we've been pushing the election integrity suit. And it's different because it's not just putting a suit into court and then going through the ju- jurisprudence process. Um, I attach that with a uh, media uh, campaign. So now we market the lawsuit and we have every intention of doing the same thing with a restore law and order suit. You know, how do you get wealthy business people who have state contracts and know that the government will be punitive, that the government picks winners and losers, that the government can choose at any moment, just like with Schumacher first, to take the sides of the anarchists? How do you get people to do that and stick their necks out? Well, you do that by starting up a LLC company and allowing business owners to donate anonymously. So this was my big contribution. You have to have a place where people can donate anonymously, where the government, you know, they, the donations aren't posted out public. At the same time, you want to make sure that you're engaging for your marketing campaign and political speech, because political speech is the most protected speech in a corrupt state like Oregon. It's what allows uh, the Secretary of State, Governor Kotek, and prior to her, Governor Brown, to be protected when, not if, but when they boldface lie to the people of Oregon, they just say, well, that's my political and personal opinion, and it's protected speech. So that's what Restoring Law and Order has done. It's so innovative because people can give anonymously. At the same time, they can give to the Political Action Committee. Uh, obviously, we need donors to, to give to both. What we're doing is we're going to subsidize and buy down the cost of these very expensive and very complex civil rights lawsuits because corporations and businesses have civil rights been well established. We will get a, a class action style lawsuit in which we go after individual Portland figures. So Ted Wheeler, uh, Mike Schmidt being two primary ones. Uh, neither of them stopped the riots. Ted Wheeler was down saying, I'm with you just after, just before they attacked him and he had to retreat into a building. So the, the, it shows you the disconnect here. They are now uh, on the hook for damages. Let me give you an example. Look at, look at what's happened. The government machine of Portland is out working the wordsmithing. They just released yesterday in the news saying that co- commercial activity downtown Portland over the last six months is 50% of pre-pandemic and pre-riot. So we're at 50%. And they're saying that that has nothing to do with the culture, the homelessness, the trash, the uh, burned out buildings. It has everything to do with people working online. Now, I don't know. Do you believe that? I'll let that hang out there. No, I I think it has everything. Yeah, go ahead. I don't believe that at all because I know I personally avoid downtown Portland because of the homeless, because of the crime, because of the filth. And there's no law and order down there at all. And so I avoid it. Let me show you. Yeah, let me show you. Restoring law and order is directly related to the announcement they made in the news. Because this has been going around, because we've been working on going to liberal media outlets as well. And that's what I was telling Greg. The word's going to get out. They're going to go to wordsmithing, and we'll know we're making an impact. Mm -hmm. Because they were very clear it had nothing to do with the riots or the homelessness. It's simply too many people working online and working from home. So, I mean, you can't, now, you can't hard, eat food at a restaurant online, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, but this is my point. It's 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 actually it, what's going on is catastrophic. You are you are killing the heart of the Rose City. Mm-hmm. And so what did the city do? 
they they came out and said, well, we need to get people back working because the very city government isn't working. You got tons of the city uh, departments working from home, and they're not being very productive. But they're getting paid, you know, and paid on tax uh, payer dollars. So, so what what they say is they say, well, you can come back to work two days a week. I mean, this is insane. These people are blatantly incompetent. They're negligent, and the only way to fix it is to sue them personally, so that. Ted Wheeler then looks at his bottom line and says, man, I'm not going to continue to push this stuff. I'm not going to go out and bullface lie anymore because I can be held directly liable for my negligence. And that's that's what uh, restoring law and order is about. That's my big contribution because I brought in the, hey, here's how you run a, a, um, a public uh, campaign, a media campaign, to educate people and market, market what you're doing to people so that they don't think you're some conservative right wing this or left wing that but but that you care about community you care about uh the economy you care about the heart of portland and um this is a solution that we can apply that genuinely will make a difference because that's the only language guys like ted wheeler and mike schmidt understand once it impacts them directly once ted wheeler's the condo was attacked suddenly he had to move suddenly the riots uh were not okay i do remember that in the news it's it's pretty well documented so I'll end it there. That's my contribution, and I am ecstatic and happy to be part of this movement because I think it's a game changer. All right, Greg, let me ask Can I mention something? Go ahead, please. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to add on to that, uh, Mark. You know, back in the day when I was getting uh, terrorized, you know, uh, Mayor Potter came up to me. He goes, you need to sit down and negotiate with us and with the extremist groups. And I said, I don't negotiate with terrorists. People in Portland need to wake up in an organ, okay? You guys need to wake up to your own businesses. These government officials, they are responsible for the damage, okay? And, you know, if you think, if you think one minute you can sit down with Ted Wheeler or Kate Brown or, or Kotex of the world and actually negotiate with them or convince them to start enforcing the law and do the right thing, forget it. It's not going to happen. You guys are dreaming. Right. Okay, there's only one solution, and that is to sue them. And the reason I say that is because they are not intentional on fixing the problem. They don't care. If they cared, they would have done something about it in the last two years. And they're not going to do anything about it now because if they do and actually started enforcing the law, everyone in Oregon is going to go back to them and say, where the hell were you two years ago? All right, we need to take a now short break. Now you're enforcing break. the law after all this damage? Uh, Greg, I'm sorry. We need to take a short break. When we come back, we'll, uh, we'll wrap this up a little bit more with you. Uh, we're, you're listening to The Weekend Show on 104.3 FM, 1220 AM. We are KSLM. Back in a minute. You're listening to The Terry Saul Show on KSLM AM and FM. Brought to you today by the Lule Group. We're back in five, four, Q Terry, two, one, you're on. Hey, this is Terry Saul, Saltissimo. Are you in the market for a new car? Well, if so, I encourage you to do what I do. Head down to Lule's Car Connection. Lule's has been selling quality vehicles for over 30 years. Lule's brokers any new vehicle selling within dealer invoice. Check this out. Lule's has financing with most major lenders and credit unions. So do what I do. Stop by Lule's Car Connection located at 2055 Mission Street in Salem and tell them Saltissimo sent you. Lule's Car Connection. 
We are back. This is the weekend show, Salem's original radio station, KSLM AM and FM. I am your host. Amanda Smith is with us. And Greg, I didn't mean to cut you off, so let's pick it up where we left off. Well, thank you. I was just saying that if any businesses or individuals or organizations in Portland or Oregon think that they can actually sit down with any of these government officials and come to compromises or, or talk them into something or motivate them into enforcing law, it's not going to happen. Uh, that is definitely not going to happen. It hasn't happened for two years. Um, it, actually, it actually hasn't happened for 17 years since the Schumacher protest. And that's why I brought up what happened to me uh, in my family business. The other thing, too, that's interesting is many times they say they lack the resources. Okay, can you explain to me, government officials, when... President Trump, in July of 2020, offered the military and National Guard and the whole federal law enforcement to come in and clean up the mess in Portland, Oregon for you, for them, okay? And they denied his help. So he had the entire federal government, law enforcement, saying that we'll come in and help you guys. And Kate Brown and Ted Wheeler and others denied the help, okay? So this is the this is the way they act. So again, you know, our, our website is restorelawandorder.com, and I think that if this lawsuit doesn't prevail, and I'm saying this uh, from experience and true to my heart, I don't think there's any solution out there but what we're doing. And it's I, there's no solution. Look at all the community action that's been going on. All these meetings that people are having in Portland, okay? All this is just a waste of time, okay? They're all, the governor, the, uh, the mayor, the governor, the city council, they're all blowing smoke to all you guys, okay, in, in Oregon. They're not going to do anything. They haven't done anything, and they keep making promises. And meanwhile, your businesses are going down the drain. The whole Portland is going down the drain, and it's just going to get worse. I mean, if you... How many yeah. lawsuits, Greg, how many lawsuits are out there right now? Do you have any idea? Well, I do have an idea. So let me let me answer that question to the best that I can. So we just publicly we just publicly announced Restore Law and Order about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. So it's new, and right now, you know, we've got we're, we've got tremendous amount of interest from the business community and businesses inquiring about you know how they can become a plaintiff and et cetera. So right now, we can't really talk that um but we are in the middle of accumulating plaintiffs and getting donations so i'm not trying to avoid your question but that's kind of the best answer i can give right at this point okay. well i can give some details too greg if you'll let me so for example sure. um you know th this concept has been we've been discussing doing this for two years there's a, there was a group of businesses up in seattle that recently uh, applied a very similar strategy uh, to sue individual people, the city came to the table and negotiated a settlement. Now, that is a sign that this is a solution. So the Chaz district, you guys remember that, that the city didn't let the police shut all that down and there were killings and in, in businesses went, went under. So the city settled for an undisclosed amount of money, but it, um, from our sources, it was a tremendous amount of money. Uh, but when you settle a case, it keeps a lid on it. There's no media outcome that comes from that other than maybe a general news announcement. So um, our, you know, our goal with restoring law and order is to seize on that kind of momentum. So not only does this stuff work, but we want to go the full, the full um, uh, you know, we want to go all the way through the finish line so that we get a trial. That is the goal. And what it does is either way we win. If businesses get a settlement and they get compensated, great. But if we can get into a trial and that trial can be covered and we can be having daily press releases about the progress in the trial and the outcome and the decision 
hopefully a victorious one, it will be a culture change moment. It's like a Gladwell tipping point. And we're already seeing that in Seattle. The very fact that they settled was a change in behavior. Because before, they used to say, everyone has qualified immunity, you can't sue the city for uh, people exercising their constitutional rights. And that is not true. And uh, we have a great legal team, and I can let Greg talk a little bit more about that. But we have a very, very critical strategy, very similar to what was used up in Seattle, because this is not a closed loop. We have people that we talk to all over the country, and uh, this affects more than just Portland. But Portland is the spark. It is the the most famous uh, place of degeneration that, that I can think of. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and, and that's the bottom line. I mean, it's hard to do business in Portland anymore. That's a fact. And every night the zombies come out mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and it is, it is very unsettling. I was just out in North Portland working with, uh, uh, with my friend and, uh, helping him with his company servicing Amazon vans and they had the whole place locked down. Uh, we couldn't get keys and, you know, and here's my, my boss is scratching his head going, why am I out here servicing these things? This is getting ridiculous. We can't, we can't do business. And that's what's, that's what the, these decisions that these city officials and county officials and state and federal officials, when they, when they impose this broken culture, it harms people down to the very core. Because I don't know about you, but when people don't get their Amazon packages, they get upset. I'm, I'm one of those people. <laughs> Mark, let me ask you a question, if you don't mind. Is is that you said that this could go to a trial? Ted Wheeler and and Tina, they don't want to see this go to a trial, do they? No, which is why they'll be they'll be you know it'll come to a place where how do we keep a lid on this? Well, you do it by settling because when you settle, everybody signs a release of claims. <clears throat> so then, if you try to say, hey, um, you settled because you were afraid of losing in court. They can say, oh, no, 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 we just worked out. It was a disagreement. We worked it out, and uh, there's no statement of claims. Everybody released uh, their claims. There is there is no lawsuit. Uh, there was no great victory. That's why they do that, and they do that at the behest of special district legislation, which means that those are the risk assessment companies that insure municipalities because private insurers do not insure municipalities um, in, in general, at least not in Oregon. So, again, uh, even if you settle, it's the, ultimately it's the taxpayer paying. We want the people to know the truth. Mm-hmm. So what's your guys' biggest challenge with all of this so far? Well, I think our biggest well, challenge, I, I, go ahead, I can answer that. All right, let, me, let me tell you mine. I think our biggest, ahead, challenge is, our, our biggest challenge is, is getting business owners uh, who are currently still in business to stick their necks out. We have, we have uh, several that are no longer in business that are happy to stick their neck out. But I think it, it, it bodes well if we can get some people who are still in business and looking at a 50% of their, their revenue base. And, um, and again, the interest is huge. The businesses literally are traumatized. They are scared. They know what they're up against if they tick off the wrong government officials. And so that will be a barrier that we're going to overcome. But we can do it with businesses who did, did lose their business. We can do that with business owners who have recently been harmed. I'm just saying that that's our biggest challenge because it would be great to bring in a big one. You know, I'll just say it would be great to bring in Nike. They just closed in downtown Portland. Did they? It would be awesome. Mark, Mark, let me ask you this question, if I could, Mark, real quickly here. Are are business owners being threatened? Is that going on right now? Well, think about it. If if, if, If you have state contracts, okay, suddenly you're audited. And suddenly, if you're down in the Portland area, suddenly, um, you know, you get inspected. It's the same thing that happened to me and Alcee. You know, you know who filed the complaint that caused that big, you know, newsworthy uh, OSHA investigation of my school district? Colt Gill, the deputy superintendent of public instruction, 
who was appointed by Kate Brown. Does that sound like a legitimate purpose of what OSHA was created? OSHA was created for patrons of businesses, if they had a concern, or employees, if they had a concern about safety, to file a complaint, not some moron who works for the government. So in other words, the government filed a complaint for political reasons, Mm -hmm. uh, and it was designed to disrupt the success we were having at keeping the school open and keeping kids safe and keeping kids connected to instruction in a school district. That is it is just it's it's anathema to the purpose of government. Government is here to serve, not to malign and target and to be a thug and a bully. That's what we have currently. Okay, Greg, what's your biggest challenge, do you think, so far? Well, I, th- I think Mark covered that. Um, you know, the good part about what we're doing is um, the way I set this up, or our legal team did, we're making this whole thing anonymous to the best that we can. So, again, like Mark said, if you go to RestoreLawAndOrder.com, there's really three ways people can get involved. Okay, one way is to become a plaintiff, okay? If they become a plaintiff, we can't control that not being public information. But we do feel, and our attorneys feel, that a judge will probably, if I may, seal the case because, and not expose who's involved in the lawsuit simply because of the nature of the lawsuit, because you've got your teeth in these type of groups. So I, I can't say for sure that it would be anonymous if they become a plaintiff, but I can say that it's likely that, it will be uh, that it will not be public information. Now, again, if you the second way is if you donate money to Restore Law and Order, our company at RestoreLawAndOrder.com, that is anonymous because it's coming into a LLC. And then, so that's one another way you can. And then the third way is we have a political pack, which actually Mark uh, helped me set up. You know, that is another way people can donate which in most cases that is public information. But I, I, you know, I also wanted to talk about why we're doing this. That was um, my there's next really question. Two specific, okay, there's two specific reasons why I started this, besides the passion for it, okay, and trying to help businesses, because I don't want to see anyone go through what I experienced, okay? You know, the first one is to recover economic damages for businesses that have, been, that have losses. Okay, so that's one, to reimburse their economic damage. Then, but more, maybe even more importantly, is that with this lawsuit, it will set a precedent for future lawless government candidates as to not run for political office, knowing that the same reaction could happen to them as happened to their predecessors. So what we're really doing, I think the true change for Portland and Oregon is to get the correct government officials in that will enforce the laws and uphold the U.S. Constitution. Okay, Greg, I don't want to interrupt you right now, but we do have to take a break, Greg, and we'll be back with our final segment in just a moment. You're listening to The Weekend Show with Amanda and Terry on 104.3 FM, 1220 AM. We are KSLM. You're listening to The Terry Saul Show on KSLM AM and FM, brought to you today by the Lule Group. For car insurance, get the very best coverage with State Farm agent Teresa Lule in Salem. State Farm keeps you and your family covered with great auto insurance. That's also a great value. Visit online at TeresaLule.com or on Facebook. Better yet, stop in the offices at 890 Commercial Street Southeast in Salem or call 503-378-1100. We're back in 5, 4, Q-Terry, 2, 1, you're on. 
You're listening to The Terry Saul Show on KSLM AM and FM, brought to you today by the Lule Group. We are back with our final few minutes, and we are talking about restore law and order. Greg, I hated to interrupt you, but uh, let's pick it up where we left off. Just saying that the, the two purposes of us be developing the restore law and order and with Mark is to reverse economic damage that businesses, organizations, and individuals had because of the riots, the violence, homelessness, and the crime that's been going on in Portland and Oregon. But probably maybe something that's even more important is that I feel that the true change that's going to be permanent is to replace the government officials with government officials, meaning mayors, governors, city councilmen, et cetera, that will uphold the laws of the U.S. Constitution. Okay, And the only way we're going to do that is to set a president by holding the existing ones accountable for their actions. And that was going to set a president as far as who will even want to run in the future as a candidate because they will see what happened to the predecessors in these lawsuits. I think that is the key reason. That's how you're going to get permanent change and not put a Band-Aid on this whole thing. But one real, I just wanted to mention one thing that when I built our legal team, it's interesting, I went to Washington, D.C. and spoke to some of the most prominent attorneys back there in law firms. They all pushed me back to Oregon to hire Oregon lawyers. This took a long time and a lot of work to get the right lawyers, constitutional civil rights lawyers. These are not these are not your typical business attorneys that most businesses have. You know, uh, business corporate attorneys that do leases and contracts and et cetera. These are specialists in complex civil rights litigation cases such as ours, and they are constitutional experts. And that's exactly what you need. So if, if an average business goes and asks their corporate attorney what they think about this, regardless of what they say, the chances that they're knowledgeable about it are very slim because mm-hmm. uh, they don't practice this every day. I did, I just, I did want to mention that. I also want to mention one more thing that one piece of this, and Mark kind of touched on it before, is that we are doing a national marketing awareness campaign on this. So and we're, this is what we're doing right now, and we're going to make this national news of what we're doing because uh, no one else is doing this in America. We want to do that, again, to hold accountability. We want to expose the government officials, and we want to market that, okay, so people know all the wrongdoings that they've done and hold them accountable. I just wanted to say, mention those things uh, before we left you. Okay. What can, what can we do? What can we do as, as people in Salem, Oregon, to, to help your restore law and order? What do you need from us? Well, I think the, well, I think, I think the first thing that they can do is, you know, go to our website, restorelawandorder.com. It's, it's not complicated. And look at what we're doing. We ask that they donate money to us. And the, the money is going to the right cause. This is going to the actual lawsuit and building everything that we need to do to hold these government officials in the city of Portland and state of Oregon accountable. And... You know, donate to us. Um, if you want to be anonymous, donate to Restore Law and Order, uh, which the information is available there. Again, most importantly, is become a plaintiff or, you know, at least inquire. There's forms there that you can just send in to us and inquire about becoming a plaintiff. And if you had any business that you were damaged because of homelessness or et cetera, violence, uh, riots, uh, any of this crime that's going on. So I think those are the two best ways to to get involved. Mark might have a, an opinion on that. I don't know. No, I think you covered it real well. The, the, the real key with this is is that it, uh, lawsuits are expensive. And for people who lost their business or their business is, is, you know, have been has been vehemently, vehemently harmed, they don't have the revenue or the resources maybe they once had. This is where restoring law and order comes in. 
um, we will help, shall we say, fuel and fund the the lawsuit uh, on on behalf of the plaintiffs. And then together we will team this thing because we'll build an army of support, both both local and state and federal. And um, and then if you're a business owner, maybe you're in Klamath Falls or Medford or Coos Bay, and you're not directly impacted by the Portland chaos, and you want to give, uh, that's the beauty of this, is that uh, we encourage business owners uh, to write those checks, 500 $250, $1,000, uh, that goes a long way because our legal uh, team, they have skin in the game as well. So uh, they're, they're going to be uh, doing or bringing all their expertise to bear. They've been very successful. Uh, and uh, we've even had inquiries from a few more key attorneys who are starting to look at us and say, I want to be on the team. So uh, any momentum we can gain will help us produce that dream team that'll help us win in court. Okay, well, one of the things that I, I'm, I'm taking from this is you don't have to be a business owner in Portland. If you are a business owner in Salem here or, you know, what Scotts Mills, whatever, and you had problems yep. going on, um, they can jump in there and help, correct? Correct. And, and remember, we're all in this together mm-hmm. because if we can change the culture and in a high-profile place, be it Portland or or maybe even uh, Eugene or Salem, you know, bigger municipality areas. It will it will wash out into the smaller uh, urban communities across the state. It'll change the statewide culture, and again, it creates a deterrent from these activists to run for office in the future when their personal savings account is potentially on the line. And that's what that's what uh, we're rolling out here. And uh, it's a it's genuinely groundbreaking. Um, and and I'm confident we're going to be successful just based on all the, the enthusiasm we've been getting from some very high-level, high-profile business owners. That's exciting. Oh, I just wanted to add on to that. So this, just so everyone knows, this is a, called a multi-plaintiff lawsuit. It's like a class-action lawsuit. So, you know, we're planning, remember, there's just in Portland, there's over 40,000 businesses that were harmed. So wow. you can imagine if we get a quantity of people all working together, um, no one's going to be isolated because you're going to have many, many plaintiffs. Um, so it's not just going to be you, business owner, alone out there. So I think, you know, that's, that's important to, to understand. And the other thing I wanted to say is, and I don't know that uh, people really want to hear this, but all of our strategists at Restore Law and Order, we see this whole thing that's going on in Portland. It's getting worse, and it's spreading. It's going to Lake Oswego. It's going to Sherwood. It's going down to Salem. It's going down to Coos Bay. It's going down to Seaside. Look at the homeless problem in Seaside. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, so this is, there's a reason why everyone in Oregon, if you're a business owner or individual, would want to get involved in this because Portland is kind of the hub of this whole thing in Oregon, if I may. Well, we only have a few minutes left, or it looks like one. I want to give a huge uh Thank you to you guys for coming on and letting our listeners know on what's going on. I'm a huge fan of Mark. You inspire me. You're absolutely amazing, to say the least. And you actually have a podcast, um, and people can find that at battlegroundorgan.org or on Facebook, Mark Thielman, The Good Fight. Um, I think Mm -hmm. your podcasts are absolutely amazing and definitely worth checking out. So thank you, you guys. Thank you, and uh, kudos to my new partner, Greg. Uh, Greg was the pioneer. He was one of the first victims of this anarchist, uh, anti-American culture. So uh, Greg is on his feet, and he's he's back, and he, he's, uh, in my opinion, he's ready to win this fight. So, Greg, thank you, too. I'm excited to see what you guys right. can accomplish. Good to have you, Mark. Would you both uh, stay in touch with us and let us know how this is coming along? Because this is something that we would definitely want to follow. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. You you might even want to have one of our attorneys on your show if you so desired to talk about our legal strategy if people are curious about that. So Absolutely. All right. Thank you both and stay safe. Well, you bet. All right. Blood. Thank you. We're just about out of time for today's show. Remember, you can catch our show every Saturday at 10 a.m. and a replay Sundays at 6 p.m. right here on Salem's original radio station, KSLM. A reminder, if you missed any of today's show or would like to hear any of my shows, you can always hear a podcast on our official KSLM website at www.kslm.news or on my official website at www.terrysaul.com. If you would like to drop me a note, I'd love to hear from you. My email address is terry at kslm.news. We'll see you next time. Take care and be safe. You've been listening to The Terry Saul Show on Salem's original radio station, 104.3 FM and 1220 AM KSLM. Today's show is brought to you by the Lule Group, featuring Lule's Car Connection, Don Lule Holmes, and Teresa Lule's State Farm Insurance. That's a wrap. Thanks, everybody. Good show. Bye, everybody.